okay. I didn't mean to say it. Like, buy my album. Everybody gets to come back twice. No, no, you know the name of my album. You can tell them about my album regardless of I'm here. It's uh, it's surrounded by idiots. It's, uh, available everywhere you buy music. Uh, well, no, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> Go to a sunrise yeah, retreat. Like, come to my place. I have so many of them. Oh, yeah, just drop by any time, really. I, I, I have insomnia. Uh, no, no, uh, Very personal you can go to simonrakoff.com, my website, and, uh, and buy it there if you want a hard copy. But otherwise, go to CD Baby, because if you download it from CD Baby, I actually make, like, you know, eight bucks, whereas <coughs> off iTunes I make, you know, like... <coughs> An eighth of a cent? I mean, I don't know oh, how they sorry. fucking work it out because, you know, Apple's having trouble financially while I am rich. <laughs> All right, well, uh, that was the uh, that was our last guest, Simon Rakoff, and this has been the Guilty Pleasures Podcast, episode 35. Woo! And uh, we put our Scott Thompson episode up, which is uh, our porn episode. We finally got around to talking about porn. And this was, uh, yeah, this was our one-year anniversary show. Uh, we did it here from the uh, back room of uh, the Underground Cafe at 670 Queen Street East uh, on our show today. Uh, who's on our show, Scott? Well, we got, of course, uh, Electric John comes on. Electric John did uh, two songs. Of course, uh, Jamila comes on and sings a beautiful rendition live of our theme song. Woo! Yeah. Let's forget. And then... Bruce Hunter comes Bruce by. Hunter! He was taping something down the hall. He came by. And then, Diva Ross comes by. <laughs> and of course, then, uh, then we end up with. We, yeah, we, uh, we ended the whole show with Simon Rakoff, everybody. Oh! Um, is uh, available on iTunes and on uh, Stitcher Radio, which is an app for your smartphone, and uh, you can go to our website at theguiltypleasurespodcast.com, and uh, yeah, our uh, Scott Thompson episode just got put up there, uh, and uh, so check out all those shows, and uh, Sean, where can people find you on uh, on Twitter? On Twitter, at SugarJam, S-U-G-A-J-A-M, and Scott, where can people find you? Uh, Scott McSee. On Twitter. And uh, you can find me at Dave Martin World uh, on Twitter and DaveMartinWorld.com. Uh, this has been the uh, the show. And please, we had a, a little bit of a live audience here. This Woo! Thank, yeah. you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much. And, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, whenever you're ready, Jamila, please let's uh, take it away. Yes. Oh. Make your way back through the crowd. Watch out. Everybody, please. Make your way. Oh, God. 
Do I just stand over here? Yeah, you stand. That's the guest mic. The guest mic. Hey, thanks for having me back on the show, guys. Great job on the song. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, did you steal that from Marvin Gaye as well? Uh, No, I stole that directly from Robin Thicke. Oh, yeah! Um, so, uh, Jamila was on our musicals episode where we talked about all our favorite musicals. Yes. How we love them. And, and uh, another interesting thing is uh, that we've all lived with each other in a weird way. Jamila and I live together. And because Dave, we're married and D- we have to. <laughs> Dave, Dave and Jamila also live together. We well, weren't married, right. but we, but still we had, had to. to. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Scott and Dave have lived together. Oh my! So uh, and they weren't married. Not that there's anything wrong with that. We were living in sin. <laughs> yes. And Scott and I lived together in a sketch once. Uh, yes. So that sort of counts. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, you were you were in a troop together. That's like living with. It's a little sign. bit like. Well, living when you live with someone, don't you also live with whoever they lived with? Like. Is it like previous, kissing? Yeah, like, previous roommates? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And be <laughs> that careful from that. That's right, because uh, Dave and Jamila used to live in a house full of comics. It was one of those com- comedy houses. Yes, it was a compound. Yeah. <laughs> and homeless people kept on breaking in. Yeah, yeah actually, there was a time when a homeless person like came right up the stairs, <laughs> and there were so many new people coming in and out all the time, I just thought, oh, well, who's this guy? And he clearly was like not friends with any of us. Was he the one that had the lamp? Uh, no, that's a, a guy that's that I've never heard of. The, uh, uh, and you brought a guilty pleasures with I you. I did bring my guilty oh, pleasure. What is your guilty pleasure? Um, it's it's my favorite potato chips, uh, old Dutch all dressed. And you yes. can't believe how hard these are to find. I've like searched tirelessly, and all I had to do was come to Queen and Broadview with the crackheads, <laughs> and I would find them. I should have known. Aren't they, aren't they the official them. chip of dollar stores? <laughs> I wish they were, because I go to dollar stores all the time. Look for them. I can't even open these now, because I don't know when the next time I'm going to get it's them. It's also a cleanser, too, isn't it, Old Dutch? <laughs> it, <laughs> is, it is. Like, I wouldn't eat chips called Ajax or Comet. They'd be really good. You know you like have a clean inside. It's a potato chip and a floor cleaner. I love yes. it. Yes. The, uh, what, what, what's, do you know any the, the history behind the Old Dutch? Why is it so... That, you, you know what, I bet if someone asked you what quest you're on and you told them that they would be like, oh, really? Okay, They'd well. be really disappointed. Yeah, exactly. Well, for sure I know that in Quebec, because Sean and I, as we said, were married, so we went for our anniversary <laughs> this year. Or something. We went for some reason. Yeah, sound very happy. But we went together. <laughs> so, Quebec or whatever. Um... They have so many old Dutch all dressed, like they're everywhere. You can't get away from them. And then once you cross into Ontario, they are taken away from you like a child's toys taken away by yes. what, are the, what are the all dressed ingredients supposed to actually be? Can I well, I don't know, because it just has a dancing. Uh, Dutchman? Uh, potato chip. <laughs> okay. And it looks like he's wearing a bow tie and he's taking off his jacket. It's like he's oh, that's a good chip there. Yeah. You know that's a good chip. Well, keep that, keep yeah. that out, of, out of Ontario for sure. If that's, if that's your mascot. You know what would be funny? As soon as you cross the border from Quebec into Ontario, it's just there's just a gigantic pile of like old Dutch bags. <laughs> just left at the side of the road. That'd be hilarious. Well, I, I, well the thing is, is I really love uh, the all-dressed flavor. So one time uh, I was at the cottage and I'd been drinking and smoking marijuana. Okay. That's what you do. And um, and you had a craving for chips? Well, no. Well, we had, we, we had well, chips. We had them, right? So we had them, and there were Lay's chips. Lay's all dressed. And exactly. Oh, no, it's right. So on the bag for the Lay's all dressed chips is just a picture of a red pepper and some vinegar. But that's not really what they taste like. So because we were high and, you know, feeling sociable, I was like, I'm calling customer service. And I'm asking them, what exactly is this flavor supposed to be? So I get through, and it's some woman from the South named Judy, and she's all, hi, y'all, can I help y'all today? And I was all, well, I, I, uh, I really enjoy your chips. You know, suck up a bit. They're my favorite chips. I love them. But I'm just wondering, what exactly is the flavor that is represented in all-dressed chips? Because I don't know. It's all-dressed. It could be anything. 
Well, we ain't allowed to tell y'all that. <laughs> That's proprietary information. It's like a Colonel Sanders secret. Yeah, yeah. it is. And, and then she was like, well, was unless you southern, have an allergy. She was a southern woman? Yeah. She is in the story now. <laughs> She's southern now because they cause problems for black people. <laughs> she was all, I was all, well, then she was like, well, if you have an allergy, I could tell you. And I was like, actually, I do have an allergy. I have an allergy to shellfish. And sometimes to almonds. And she's like, well, I can tell you neither of those things are just goodbye. You just like, yes. And it's check like, marks. Another stone is coming oh, wow. the old ship. It'd be funny. Be, be funny. Paprika and onions. Huh? Yeah. It's like, how, how did you get this number? How did you get this number? Death to America. <laughs> Death to America. So it would have been, been funny if you said, well, I have an allergy to cats. And then she was like, oh, my God, get away from those chips. <laughs> I wish I had thought of that. Old Dutch, now with cats. Oh, those would be tasty chips. <laughs> I, that struck a nerve with someone in our audience of uh, two or three. Uh, under it. And Jamila's going to sing another song for us later on. Yeah. That's Diva Ross. Yes, I am. All right. Thanks, Jamila. All right. Thank you, guys. Happy anniversary. Sponsor now, old Dutch, all dressed, old yeah, Dutch, old Dutchy. You can't beat an old Dutch. Pass the old Dutch. I always say on the left hand side. Yeah. I got a quick question for you guys. Now, if uh, this is our one year anniversary show, our uh, first show uh, was um, we recorded. Did we record it on St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. We released it on St. Patrick's. Okay, we released it on St. Patrick's Day, but we did the recorded it in uh, the the previous June. Yeah, but I know. Well, we did. We re- I think didn't we record like three shows in a row, yes. and then we released the third show that we did, and then the second show that we released was our first show that we recorded. <laughs> one, yeah. one was never supposed to be released. It was like our our pilot. Our pilot. Right, but I think our, I think we yeah, released I think we released the pilot as our third show. Yeah. yeah. So actually, if you listen to all three show all three of our first shows. We probably sound remarkably better on our first episode, and then we get more and more disorganized yeah. as the second show and the third show gets aired. But being this is our, our anniversary show, and I guess someone, some people could say that uh, anniversaries could be considered a guilty pleasure. What would you say, how early is you know something to celebrate? Like a, like a month anniversary, or... Um, you know, like because sometimes people will celebrate. Oh well, we this is our, our one month anniversary. Yeah. In relationships and stuff like I that. I think every hour. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Like, on a date. Yeah, we did it, honey. An hour. We did it together. An hour. Bring over the guy, the mariachi band. Yeah. Four hours. This really isn't working out. So. <laughs> and have a little alarm go off too. Yeah. yeah. We did it. <laughs> it's morning. Woo. Now, this is St. Patrick's Day. Does St. Patrick's Day mean anything more to you guys? Uh, well, we're all Irish, I think, at this table, but we're different forms of Irish, I believe, right? Uh, <laughs> I get sure. Okay. Um, I'm gelatinous. <laughs> um, I'm a, I'm a, I think I'm a, you're a Catholic Irish. Yeah. I'm a Protestant. That's my, some of my background is Protestant Irish. So really, we should hate each other and, and have war. Which, which we do sometimes, like during a tech rehearsal. <laughs> anyway. But we were just confused about how things... Uh, Setting up sound is the worst together, in the yeah. world. <laughs> Dave, you're, you're Irish, of course. Well, I'm Scotch-Irish, but I'm so far removed from it, and I don't even know what religion I am. I just... Uh, I was taken to uh, church, I think, up until around maybe 10, or until that incident with the priest, and then... Um, no, no, I... I touched the priest. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I touched the priest in an inappropriate way. But I think I think, my, I think my parents just realized it was more fun to uh, you know. Uh, yeah, the churches. Oh, Dave, you did it again. No. Oh. Yeah. Then I had to move to another church. Where the, uh, and, you know, they didn't speak about that. So Saint, Saint Patrick was Italian. I heard just this morning from Frankie Valley. I think it was English. 
Uh, yeah, Frankie Valley was on television this morning. Did you know that? That, he, that, that uh, Frankie Valley historian. <laughs> <laughs> like Frankie Valley, the guy from the that's that's the singer guy. Yeah, the singer <laughs> Frankie Valley. There could be more <laughs> Frankie Valleys than just one. How many valleys are named after? How many yeah. famous Frankie Valleys are there? Four well, seasons. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a, he's I just, think of two. I go skiing at Frankie Valley. It's just, just <laughs> <laughs> my name's Frankie Valley. He's a well, singer. Like a, he's like, like a man. He's a singer, not a Highlander. You know, there could be more than one. Stinky about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the porn actor. So our next guest. Who is our next? Oh, okay. We're going on into more. Okay. <laughs> Three things along. So our next guest. Okay. Speaking well, of our first times we recorded, one of our first guests uh, who actually worked at the, the place we recorded at, the Dominion Pub, is uh, our uh, good friend uh, Electric John. Here he is. Here he comes. Happy Patties. Happy Patties. Sponsor. How's it going, Electric John? Fantastico. Yeah, I just spent uh, two months in Ireland back in the fall, uh, hanging out for two at my sister's house in the country, just sitting around drinking Guinness. What part of Ireland? The County Wicklow, the Garden of Ireland. Okay. So, uh, no, I'm pretty familiar with Ireland. I spent four, I've been to Ireland four times. I lived in Ireland for seven months once. Um, but anyway, what happened? Why did you leave? I left because I had to, it was like, Ireland is a great place to visit. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> No, it's just a different quality of life. Like, you know, you don't, they have, it's really hard to get marijuana. That's a good one. Yeah. Why is that? Um, Why there's no, the roads are terrible. Uh, it's <laughs> just, actually angry. <laughs> if I go to Ireland, I want my marijuana. God well, damn yeah, it. like, they have sort of a, like a weak kind of hash there. It's not that good. <laughs> anyway, go to Ireland, go visit. Okay, well, we met Electric John at the Dominion Pub where we used to record, right? Yes. And he used to work there and help us out with our, yes. getting us drinks during the podcast, which is very important. Yes. Sound and then drinks. That's the first, the two things you need for Absolutely. a good podcast. Um, and then, and then uh, we were there for a while. And yeah. then, uh, well, actually, but, but of course, Electric John also always was at the East End Comedy Review that right. Dave used to produce at the Dominion. Yeah. The Dominion, rest in peace. And, uh, and <laughs> that's what I was going to get to there, Sean. Oh, okay, sorry. Thanks, Sean. I would open the comedy show with a song, which is really hard to do. Okay. People aren't expecting a weird, yeah, weird song and, and, to be. And they were great songs, and yeah. sometimes people were. People look up like crazy. They were a little confused, but yeah. uh, we enjoyed it. But it's good. It's good training. Yeah. Yeah, in front of a shitty crowd, it was great. Hey, come on. I'm just kidding. Kidding. Yeah. Yeah. So what is? They, those crowds did their best. <laughs> no, 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 no. They just hey. weren't. They you, weren't were, you were on our Prince episode. That's correct. Yes. Because we're both big Prince fanatics. That's right. And uh, he had a lot of uh, information that I didn't have, and I think vice versa. You knew a lot about the early period of Prince, more than I did. Well, I'm from Winnipeg, Prince is from Minneapolis, so we're kind of like kin kindred cities. Yeah, that's something I didn't really know, so that was interesting to learn. And, uh, and I love Prince. Right on. <laughs> well, I'm going to do, do a couple numbers. Actually, this first song I wrote while working at Dominion on Queen, this is a folk song. This is called, My Boss is a Shapeshifting Reptile, by Electric John. Skin, cold blooded son of a bitch. There it is. No ripple hideouts. Children of the future, rocking the correct. My boss is a shape shifting, shape shifting reptile. Boss is a shape shifting, shape shifting reptile. Boss is a I go to work like Modi, cause you don't know me. Pulling pockets and picking up plates more. Parking weights, rocking mics on the nights at a circle. The dates. Behind tree trunks, blowing smoke back at the dragon. If it's true, it ain't bragging. Regardless, white skin is shit, yellow slitted eyes, chin covered in rats, but I kid you not. Bathing his own excrement in HD, this shit's excellent. Children of the future, throw up your perspective. My boss is a shape shifting, shape shifting reptile. My boss is a shape shifting, shape shifting reptile. Boss is rude. 
this up if you got an evil fascist boss who's connected to the Illuminati, because I got news for you. He or she is probably a shape-shifting reptile, too. So I want you to do something for yourselves right now and get that shit off your chest, because believe me, it feels damn good. Children of the future, repeat after me. My boss is a shape-shifting, shape-shifting reptile. My boss is a shape-shifting, shape-shifting reptile. My boss is a shape-shifting, shape-shifting By interdimensional beings, shadow lurkers seeking hopes. We only see reflected light. They kill our children in the night. Trade the secret sacrifice. Cryptic castle cold device. Jet black pupils spread like ice. signature song basically this is called death by shark In the air, 
sinking, sunk. Spanish ships are sinking. Break it down, break it down one time for me, break it down. <laughs> Past the stinging nettles, far beyond the bay, wrapped drift dead equator, where the porpoise play. Pungent rock weed urchin, big black boat show marks. Guard, don't come searching. Do you know what I mean? Thanks a lot, everybody. Good job, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Coming soon on TLC. Wow. You got Pete. Oh, yeah. We're going to get some Pete. Yeah. Thank you very much, Electric John. Awesome. On the, uh, My album's on iTunes, Modern Living in the Land of Dreams. Of course. Cool. The, uh, right. Anything to plug? Oh, wait. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did the iTunes thing. I know. Oh, I know that. That was part oh, of the bit. Uh, on, the, uh, on the subject of uh, uh, lizard people and uh, shapeshifters, um, it, it, this is kind of exciting. I believe we have a, a phone call oh, from oh, someone right. who's called into the show before. Uh, I believe, everybody, it's... Uh, it's Governor Jesse Ventura. Hey! Listen, hey there, guys. Hey. And, uh, I just wanted to say congratulations on your podcast. Thanks for listening. I, I live in Mexico now, so I can get it down here. And uh, I don't know, when it comes to shapeshifting, did you see that Justin Bieber video when he got busted in Florida for fucking up someone's place? Yeah, Sorry, true. I had to swear. I'm passionate, and I'm asking questions. <laughs> if you watch it slow down, he's... Uh, uh, he, yeah. You can see his lizard eyes. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I just said, there was just a song about <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm listening. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, you're listening. Yeah. Well, we haven't put this on iTunes. Yeah. You already listened? Oh, well, you know, I, I, got, I got ways of doing things down here. Okay. You're <laughs> off the grid, right? I was the governor and the Navy SEAL. Oh. And, well, this is the only part of the grid that I'm on. I should, <laughs> I, I listen, I shouldn't even be talking to you right now. You're right, you're getting tracked. Yeah. You're not too long. You're right? tracking my uh, signal. You know, it's all your... Governor, are you going to run for president? I will, like I said before, if Howard Stern is my vice president. <laughs> uh, and if I'm on the ballot in all 230 states, then I'll go on. Yeah, 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 we know. All right, thank you. Hey, Thanks, Jesse. Thanks. Yeah. Jesse Ventura. It's been a yeah. while. Thank you very much. Thank you, Governor. Wow, that's a wow. I didn't know he's that guy. That guy did big stars on this show. That, that, guy, that, that guy never knows when to shut the fuck up. Oh my god. <laughs> like, dude, dude, come on, get off the fucking phone. We get it. All right, yeah, all right, okay. Yeah, that's strange. You know, it's like, have you, have you ever taken a phone call uh, from some, like, someone will call you, and first of all, they don't ask if you're busy. And, and then you immediately tell them, I'm driving right now, or I'm in the midst of doing something. Yeah, right don't now. do that anymore. And then, they, and, then they keep, and then they keep talking to you. It's, it's horrible. Yeah, because you always answer the phone when you're driving, so I'm always trying to get off the way. No, no, yeah, no, but I just park, and then I'll talk to you then. Like, well, no, 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 what did you want to talk to me about? No, 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 no. Just pull over, please, please. Well, I mean, if it's just... <laughs> Well, I mean, if I'm on speaker, then I can chat. But I mean, like, if I'm doing something still like, really occupies serious, a part of your brain. If I'm should... operating a bandsaw or a table saw. <laughs> Speaking of bandsaws, our next guest. Oh yeah, I don't know. who is our next guest? Our yeah. next guest is, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, uh, Bruce Hunter. Hey, please. <laughs> 
Is there water for all these people? Because they're getting a little thirsty out there. You can probably sit down right there if you want to, Bruce. Can I? Yeah, just right there. This is the worst. I don't mind standing. Okay, all right. Okay. All right. (laughs) This is the only talk show where the guest sits like way all the way across the room. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we have a. We don't touch you. You guys look good. You're all in green. Germaphobe talk show. I didn't know you guys were all Irish. We're, I think we're all Irish. There's some oh, Scotch Irish. You're Irish. I wouldn't have been on if I knew that. <laughs> you're Irish, of course, right? No. 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 You're I'm, not. I'm English. Let's go. Let's go. No, I'm not. I'm I'm I'm, I'm part Irish, a little bit, probably right. two fingers. Right. Okay. <laughs> and Scottish. Where are those two fingers? And English. Well, you, come here. I'll, I'll show you. Just <laughs> smell and tell me where, where what part of Ireland I'm from. <laughs> the garden region. The shitty part. part. From the garden region. The really good garden. Bumbling. The wet one. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Yes, it's been a year. Can you believe it? I cannot no. believe it. So wow. We had you on for. Cons- look how successful it's become. Yes. yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, how has your career changed since you've been on our show? Well, uh, it's because uh, there hasn't done so well. And there, I, there's Dine Her, so the zombie show that you and oh, I. Oh yes, I'm doing a zombie show. Yes. Yes, yes. that's really good. So zombie that's happened show. since I talked to you last. Was yeah. That? Yeah, and so that show was uh, it was downtown Toronto. Yeah. There were live zombies around a diner. So. While you had dinner, well, there was actors portraying zombies. They weren't live zombies. Anyway, okay. Uh, <laughs> just to clarify. Oh, well, we had some nights. You're spoiling the, the reality. Okay, of sorry. The yes. Show, but uh, also it was in Kitchener. We're doing it in Niagara Falls. And Niagara Falls for five Falls. months, and we're looking for zombies. This is why we're mentioning it, folks. I asked them to mention this because we're looking for people to play zombies, not real zombies, Dave. But um, I mean, if there are real zombies that are out of work. That need to uh, want to be in a show. Sure, give us a call. We'll uh, we're gonna be done. Niagara. The show's called Dine Her. Right. Yeah, and um, there's yeah, a did, whole dance. And you did the music for it. Yeah, I did the dance which music. Which is fantastic. The dance too. Yeah, and it's a big hit. And we're uh, trying to get it out there and have other people uh, see it and be involved in it because it's uh, funny and people get to be fucking. Funny. And I was a zombie one night. And yes, was, you were. It was thrilling to be. You got, so while you're eating dinner, zombies attack you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. the show. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, pretty much. That's uh, that's how it works. It is. That's dine her. Yeah, you know they're dining on. Yes, uh, no, no. It's a great play. It's a real space play. Real space productions. It's yes. a, a theater company that does all of its shows in real spaces. Exactly. So you did one that was the getaway, which was in a van. Yeah. Which Jamila and I saw, and there was like three <laughs> three audience members for each yeah. show, right? Well, we had we had voluntary. It was five people. Uh, that's as many people as we could have in any show. It was five people in the van. How much were tickets? I mean, did you charge forty five dollars each? Okay, no. all right. Uh, fringe. They're about hundred bucks a piece, actually. No, it was uh, it was a regular fringe uh, kind of thing, but we did two shows a night, so we did twenty two shows. Uh, yeah, but we, we only had five people in the audience, but it was quite a ride. We drive around with people, and we took some hostage. Uh, the, uh, the five uh, audience members. We could have done this show in a van, actually. Yeah, in fact, <laughs> yeah, you could. We could have written a show here about. Uh, That's our second year anniversary. It'll <laughs> be a van. It'll be you three and someone else. Involuntary audience members. Then uh, all of us on a unicycle. Throw them in the back of the van. Do the show from it there. It should be the person who's driving. You should just get into their car and do a show, and then when you're done with them, you kick them out or move to another vehicle. No, no. Cast now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now, did either you or Sean feel like you could uh, make anyone violently ill with your zombie uh, acting um, <laughs> it was uh, pretty... on, on the day? Of? Yeah, because people are eating. People are eating, right? Yeah, and there were props that were like you know a severed arm, and then we would chew it at the window while people right. were eating their burgers. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, you know? full on bloody faces. In fact, when we took out, when they took the show to Kitchener. We just got really. We got much better at the makeup. It's pretty <laughs> disgusting, actually. The uh, well, you, you shouldn't. The, the, the probably the best case scenario if you didn't do the show in like where there was uh, a city with like a really big meth problem, because then the amount of people that because you've been through. Have you ever walked past Moss Park before? It is sometimes dawn of the dead there. It's just they always. Well, there were like, people that were with, like by. their faces falling off. Yeah, there oh, were yeah. people that would walk by that would want to get involved in the show, and some of them oh, yeah. did look like zombies. Sometimes it was. It, there's a George Street Diner on uh, Richmond Street. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it's you set windows all around it, so it's all you can always see people walking right by the window. Yeah. But there was always every time the zombies were on, people were like, "What's going on?" 
And some people would be standing there watching or, you know. And someone complained, be, right? There was a doctor that complained across yeah, the street. Yeah, we had somebody complain. And we, we a surgeon. I just, I picked up the phone. It was during a show. He called because we were being really loud. And I guess he, so he, I picked up the phone and I went, call the police. And then I hung up the phone, right? In character, right, of course. So he ends up, uh, uh, he called again, I think, later and realized that he, he's one of these guys that has to be in sleep by 6 o'clock because he's a heart surgeon or something. So, uh, you know, why is he buying a place downtown, you know? Like, go live out in the fucking country, for God's sake. I would want that in a surgeon, a very well-rested guy. Yeah. Oh, time went on last night. Jeez. I lost about 10 minutes of sleep. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. A little hungover. Got the shakes a little bit. Yeah, wake me up if I fall asleep in this guy's gut. Um, I had heart surgery, speaking of which. I, I, I opted out for it because everybody was doing it. And uh, it was just one of those things you just, you know, it's like pierced ears, you know? But then later you kind of regret it. Because you've got this thought in your head. Well, in me, a, a scar down my chest. But, uh, yeah, anyway, so that's how you bring it down. A lot of my friends are dying. There's another good thing you want to bring up in an interview. Uh, did you bring a guilty pleasure with you? Uh, I thought about it, and uh, oh, I have to bring it with me. Uh, no, you can bring it with your mind, whatever it is. <laughs> Does that mean talking about it, Sean? Because yeah, I'm not exactly sure. Bring it with your mind, man. I brought it with my mind, but I had, mind to, I had to leave it at the door because I couldn't get it in. Yeah. <laughs> is it in your my mind was out there. Bring it out of your unconscious. Well, I didn't, you know, I, this was a thing. I thought about it, and I thought anything, well, I'm a diabetic, so a any pleasure at all is you have to feel guilty. You could eat butter, and uh, then you feel guilty. Oh, about yeah, it. So, I love butter. Yeah, it's good, eh? Chef's by by the spoonful, it's chef's really good. But chef, that's the secret of a really good restaurant. The chefs are just putting butter in everything. Yeah, that's what they do. You go to France to learn how to cook, and they just make butter. <laughs> just put butter in everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's Garlic that's butter. I saw how they make it once on a chef. Garlic butter. Yeah, garlic butter. They put it in the fridge and the freezer or whatever. And then whenever they do anything, <laughs> the freezer, the furnace, the cooking show, out the window, the gas tank, on the food network. Yeah, yeah, we watch a lot of cooking they shows. Infuse the, don't they infuse the garlic? I mean, don't they put it into a gun and shoot it into the butter? Isn't that what they do? The, good ones the bullet do. they kill the animal with is some butter in it also. So. Sorry. But we also did another show in a tennis court. I just wanted to mention that as well. That's right. A tennis we, court show. So, yeah, our company tries to write, so for example, we write shows in the environment. So the environment dictates takes the story to us. So, for example, if we wrote a show here, we would have a show that involves an empty room and, uh, and, like and a guy wondering what to do with the floor, you know? Okay, it's not a big hit, but... Uh, when, you, when, you do, when you do shows out in those uh, big environments, is there any point... I never said they were big environments. They're just well, environments. Well, they're, they're out in the environment and... Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you clarified that because uh, I don't want anyone to think when they go to our website that it's a big environment all the time. Is there, is there any point where you just sort of say to yourself, this is ridiculous? <laughs> like there should be lights and a stage. I mean, yeah, oh no. Every day of my life I'm doing that actually. Right. Every morning I get up, I go, this is ridiculous. Like, so do I. Why am I doing this? I well, every here. actor wakes up like that. Every yeah. actor, everything I do is like that. Yeah. I sit down for, for breakfast. I'm like, how is ridiculous? Why am I even continuing? Haven't I done, haven't I done enough already? Yeah, haven't I caused enough damage? This is enough? I, yeah. No, I do that all the day. No, no, we haven't, actually. Everything's a challenge, and, and we're, we're up for it. Did you see that Justin Bieber lizard uh, man footage? Did you no, not footage? yet, but I'm planning on doing that, because when I get home tonight, that's one of the first things I'm going to do, is actually check that out. Jesse Ventura sounded pretty upset about it. Yeah, he's, like, he's getting worse, isn't he? Yeah. Like, yeah. He, did he get he's sent to Mexico? less and less like Jesse Ventura. The, the longer he talks, the less he sounds well, like Well, you know himself. what I noticed today? He sounded Irish. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's, maybe he's had a few. <laughs> so if people want to be a zombie for yeah. your, uh, for your uh, production, yes. is, there, is there a number they call or is there a website they go it's to? Or? Seven. <laughs> no, realspaceproductions.com Real Space uh, Theater is, Real Space Theater we have, a, we have a Facebook page called uh, Real Space Theater But we also, uh, you can uh, get a hold of me uh, At Dummy God 
dot C D-U-M-I-G-O-D. Yeah, that's right. D-U-M-I-G-O-D at simpatico dot C-A. It's like demigod, but with a U. Uh, dummy god. <laughs> Are you the Stupider. dummy or the god? Pardon me? Are you the dummy or the god? I, I'm both, man. All right. I'm the dummy god. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you for the laugh, Dave. Thank you. And Sean, how long were the shows that you did with Bruce? Like, I mean, it's a... <laughs> You're really obsessed with this. Well, no, four I'm, shows, I'm, actually. No. Diner is an hour long, right? An hour, yeah. So yeah. How, many, how many shows would you do in an evening? Do you want me to get back and talk about <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, with Getaway, we did two shows a night. Right. And they're, they're all, they're, those were both about 50 minutes. Yeah. And then we get a new gang of people. And we the, the thing was, we did it at the Fringe, and... I have to tell this story. This is how our whole company got started. You know, if anybody knows about the Fringe Festivals, they're all over the country and everywhere. But you have to, they have different ways of getting in. You have to, like, apply to get in, and then they'll pull your name out of a hat, and maybe you get in. It's really a stupid system, especially if you're a professional or a semi-professional, like me. Anyway, so you, you, you don't get in. So another year went by, we didn't get in, so I said, screw this. And I said to my friend Denise, let's write our own show. And bring our own venue, because if you bring your own venue, you don't need their permission. You just have to pay them a shitload of money. Anyway, so I said, okay, well, I'm going to write a show. So I wrote a play about a guy and a girl who's stealing money from the fringe. So he goes in there to rob money from the fringe and comes out. And she, in the meantime, has taken hostages. And now we're driving around. So it's all about their, it's about unhap how unhappy we were about the fringe. Well, it ended up being kind of a hit there because it was very fringy and, you know, very odd. But that's, but that was the beginning. I thought, screw this. I don't got to pay them $700 to, for my and, own and van. And also, they were trying to put uh, comps into your van. Yeah, they were giving away tickets. Yeah. This is the fringe. They were giving away tickets. And the I was comps. just like, I only have five seats. How am I supposed to pay for my... How am I supposed to rent the van and do my show? You know? And then people actually in the community tried to sabotage the. Uh, yeah, we had to change the uh, the direction of our show because we're whipping down the street and tearing around corners and and squealing tires the whole way, like it was. It was awesome. So yeah, we got to, we got people were complaining. Some guy came up to the window and he was like, bangs on my window and goes, "Are you doing a play here?" And I'm like in the middle of the play, and so I'm trying to include him in the show and like, "What are you talking about? This is you know, I'm trying to like this. You shouldn't be doing this." here, and I'm like trying to roll up the window, you know. We tried time. to run all you plays out of town. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this is a town theater. How dare you? Yeah. There's nothing creative here. Yeah, that was kind of what it was. So what are, what's like the Wong date of the Niagara Falls? Oh, Niagara Falls, start? it's May uh, 2015, so it's coming up. All right. Yeah, and it runs for uh, five months, and please get a hold of me wow. if you're interested. Okay. Again, Bruce Hunter. Yay! Can I stay here now, or do I have to leave now? No question for you. Make your way through the crowd, back to your seats. <laughs> All questions have been answered. Bars open, of course. If you have money, for yourself. All right. Are we, are we taking a break? Or we go, or no, we no, no, no. Through? We'll keep going. Once well, we go, right? Right. Bruce just mentioned uh, road trips. We did a road trips episode. Yeah. Uh, remember that? Uh, we, we did it in Scott's backyard. And uh, <laughs> it's interesting because you can hear the class. Yeah, he's talking about uh, rock stars who died in plane crashes and a plane is flying over. It's very uh, atmospheric. You should give it a it's list. all here in the Time Life books. <laughs> <laughs> Say something, then it happens. So we usually actually record it at my place. But we have recorded at my place as well. We have plans yes. to record on the beach. There's lots of future plants. Lots of future plants. Maybe uh, one in a car. We're going to do one in a car. That'd be fun. Get away. It'd be like that. Be interviewing Mars. Yes, yes. There's been a couple of times where we underwater. There's been a couple of times where we recorded at my place, and uh, I I don't know if it's ever actually made it onto the show before. But uh, my cats will often uh, take the most horrendous <laughs> shits, and somehow is able to waft right down the hall. Yeah, your eyes makes, start watering. Yeah, it, it's a water. I don't know what they eat. I mean, I know exactly what you know, I feed it to them, but I don't know like, what's in that shit that makes their shit smell so horribly bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's two of them. Can put a real stop to the show sometime. <laughs> All right. Like, like that, and like, also a neighbor like that complained. Bit, we had a neighbor complain. Yeah. Excuse me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we were yelling and screaming. It was probably like 11 o'clock. <laughs> the door was open and... 
Uh, all right, are we moving on to yes. the... Uh, Oh, That's why we're staring at you like that, Dave. Well, we all have the same page. Anyone can what? say, oh. hey, our next guest is. Page. What's that in my fucking job? <laughs> um, yes, we've had a lot of wonderful guests, uh, and I'm so excited because uh, we have that celebrity here tonight who I am a huge fan of. I worship the ground she walks on. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, all the way from America, Diva Raw! <laughs> Whatever, whatever, doesn't really matter. Uh, so I'm here to sing a little song for you this evening. Um, I think, uh, who's Sugar Jam? That's me right here. Uh, all right, wonderful, because you're the one that wrote me that weird email where you wanted to sing with me, right? Yes, and I included the picture. And, yes, uh, yes, I, yeah. I have notified the police. Okay. Uh, so I'm only going to be singing one song for you, I know. It's too bad for you, too bad for you. But uh, it's a, a very important song to me. I wrote it a few years ago after the death of my mentor, Whitney Houston. Uh, in fact, let's let's have a round of applause for the death of Whitney Houston. She gone. Uh, so uh, I wrote this song. You know, I had a very uh, strong connection with Whitney, and uh, she uh, taught me a lot. So I wrote this song in her honor. Hit it!
next guest on, who was on our uh, episode yep. 17, yep. which was all about stereotypes, our guest for that episode was uh, was Simon Rakoff. Thing of yes and and just going along. And I'm like, oh, well, well I was a saying story you know, like, the wrong guy. I guess no, I should no. say she. Yeah, <laughs> she's a woman. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't mind. She's look, she's a woman, so I don't expect <laughs> much. Right? But she has the faith of a child. <laughs> so I let her operate on me. No, she's a, she's a very competent young woman. My mother. <laughs> My mom is You don't need to defend your doctor when she asks you. No, but you know what? I grew up with my mom being a GP, like a family doctor, when there were almost none, right? You know? Right. So I'm sure every guy who comes in on my, my 28-year-old mother back then, you know, with, uh, you know, this is my doctor, this chick, you know? <laughs> hey, this fucking broad and shit. And names really on those things on the walls and shit? Yeah, fuck this. No, I, mean, you know, I want a man to stick his fingers up my ass, Yeah. <laughs> Look at my balls. Well, that will never be taken out of context to ruin your political never. career, Dave. Somebody, <laughs> it's too late now. Oh yeah, well, we'll never be able to do any politics after this podcast. For sure. I, I should have checked out a while ago. Trust me. Um, so yeah, uh, well, said that she, yeah, you only do it on Wednesdays. That's right. She says you drink regularly. I said yeah, every Wednesday. So what do you mean? I said well, that's regular. I mean, it's once a week, you know? And smoking, too. Wednesday night, I love to have a smoke. Or seven. <laughs> but then I'm a grown-up the rest of the... Well, grown-up. I wear Spider-Man every day. But you know what I mean. Exactly. Uh, so you, for the rest of the week, you don't smoke cigarettes? Just one day you smoke cigarettes? Right. Wow. Although, if somebody has one, I'd love one tonight. <laughs> but... They can always creep back up on you, right? Because... Uh, In what sense? I, well, I quit smoking, and then uh, when we went to Chicago, there, there was no weed, and I smoked a cigarette, one... And then I had cravings for two weeks after that for cigarettes. I thought we were talking about me. Um, (laughs) No, no, that was an interesting story about an addictive personality that can't control himself. My story is more of one of, you know, like two decades of going every Wednesday and having three pints of beer and seven, eight cigarettes. Right. Your doctor like said so you can control that on the rest of the week. You're, you have no. Problem. I don't even think about it. That's the irony. Except tonight, because I think the leaves on the motif. Here. Uh, that's my. That's the my. Big theory. sign says smoke. Yeah, yeah, do it. That might do it. Yeah. Um, but your doctor never said that you should cut back on Wednesdays. That was never her response. That's right. She said uh, maybe this week you go Tuesday to Thursday. <laughs> Do a double Tuesday this week. No. Uh, to me, that sounds like pulling an old lighter. You know what? I'm a guy who doesn't think about his health and is not young. And so far, you know, like everybody else in my family who eats granola and does yoga has gotten cancer. And I'm the one who's fucking walking around like, you know, this. So I don't know what to keep. Yeah! Yeah! yeah. yeah. Take that, yoga. No, I mean, you know, I wish it was other people. That's what I'm here for, folks. The opening church of Simon. That's right. And I said to the children. What now? It's like like when people say, talk to your kids about drugs, and I'm always thinking they're going to say to my kids about drugs. When you roll a joint, you poke it in the middle so there's a divot. That way it comes out instead of a big bulge. 
talk to your kids about drugs. Where's that Robert Munch story? Exactly. <laughs> so recently you had a really cool uh, writing job. Can you talk about that? I can yeah. talk about that. Yeah, I love it. It's very exciting. I've told everybody yeah, I else. I was excited hearing about it for you, about your job. I did a favor. Somebody called me and uh, asked me to go help Andrea Martin, you know, the SCTV uh, lady. Woo! Um, with her monologue for the Screen Awards, so so uh, you know it's it's a job to me, but I'm not getting anything, you know. But I said, okay, fine, I'll go as a favor. And she's terrified, and it's like you know you know Andrea Martin, she won a Tony Award, she's like a huge star and a popular person, and she's all like, what if they don't laugh? Like this is her. Thing, and I suddenly realized like, she's never done stand-up. Like, it's a totally different world. She's absolutely fucking terrified. It was crazy. It was wow. great. And I told her, don't worry about it. They like you. I mean, you know, when I go out, they don't like me. They don't know me. Like <laughs> <Right> now. <laughs> and just because I killed that one guy. <laughs> or, they, or they do know you and they don't like you. <laughs> Anyway, the point remains dead. Yes. <laughs> Nevertheless, um, yeah, no, I explained. Like, I've got to prove, you know, as a stand-up, you prove it for the first couple of minutes if you're an unknown. And they go, okay, we trust you to make us laugh, and then you do your thing, right? I said, you don't have that. Like, they love you already, Andrew Martin. You're, you're a star and adored, right? I said, the most important piece of advice, though, I give everybody trying stand-up is, it's none of their business how it's going. As far as they're concerned, you're killing. That's what you got to remember, you know? Like, I, I, I find it really upsetting when people open the fucking door, you know? Like, I hate that expression, that's my time at the end of a set. I just feel like, no, that's not your time. You did a show. Like, what, what are you, leaving the fucking prison? Like, thanks, Morton. Pay my debt to society? Like, say thank you, good night. You know? Well, you're almost asking, like, please beg for me to stay up here longer. <laughs> That's my time. Or the, it's all like, I wish I could stay, but I gotta go. Those tuckers in the back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're fucking dictators with the time here. <laughs> Let's burn the shit down. Come on. <laughs> Dave never hears that. It's always like, that's my time. Yay! <laughs> I usually I show up to shows. I'm like, do we have to do this, guys? Can we just, can we just hang out for a while and then just fucking get <laughs> With that whole business of, you know, of like, oh man, they didn't like that one. You didn't like that one. I love it when comments say that. It's like, shut the fuck up. It's like a, the magician going, look, dove's in my coat. <laughs> my favorite is always the, uh, you know, the line of someone says, uh, or they don't get a response from the audience and they're, and they're merely to be like, hey, come on, read a book, people. That's all. I, love that. I love that one. Yeah. There was one that I heard once, it was like a, a guy was telling me a story that like, I guess like a guy had heard that line about uh, it read a book, people, and and then he heard that line get a laugh, but he didn't really have any concept of what the joke should be before that. And so he did this like joke about his wife's pussy being so hairy he needed like a weed whacker to cut it, and then it did, and then it didn't get a response, and then so his next line was, "Hey, come on, read a book, people." <laughs> And you're sort of like, well, no, that's not... Oh, you see, to me, it's even funnier there. It is funny. Like, like his wife's pussy. But yeah, and everyone should know about it. Yeah. Remember the book about my wife's pussy? Well, oh, you didn't read it? Well, it's, it's so hairy, you got to take a weed whacker to it. It's like that implied of like, oh, right, yes, your wife's pussy. We've been reading about it. No, I mean, if he got it, it would be funnier. But, but it's funny if he does get it. That's why my favorite line of that, that Rob Ford speech when he said that uh, he has, uh, um, was he, what was the exact line? It's more than enough to eat at home. Like it's, there's more than enough to eat. There's too much for, come on, guys, you got to come over and help me finish this pussy. It's like, he's walking away going like, I'm sorry, I couldn't finish this pussy. There's more than, there's more than enough for me to eat. That was like... My mom always said if you if there's no leftovers you didn't make enough. Um, yeah, so maybe it's that philosophy. <laughs> oh, was she? I don't know if she was really. I don't know if pussies would still apply to that, but no, she didn't make pussies. Pussy always applies. <laughs> <laughs> and the book you're thinking of is Moby Cunts. Good night, everybody. Oh. <laughs>